0: Welcome to episode two of the Pure Wrestling Show podcast. I'm Don, and today's episode is going to be a little different than normal. Today, you'll just get to listen to a chat between Kyle and I as we discuss how we got started in this industry and what led us to where we are now. We hope you enjoy. And here we are today on this segment of the Pure Wrestling Show. Kyle and I are sitting here together And we are going to be talking about what plans we have for the future of Pure Wrestling, as well as how we got started, how we met, a little behind the scenes on our first show, and what we've been doing over the last several years as we plan for our next show. Kyle?
1: So, yeah, um, to kind of touch base on what you just said there, Don, uh, kind of to start, I guess, of how we met, uh, I ultimately remember, um, yeah, I was, I was a lot younger at the time, you know, it's been some time now, uh, oh, <laughs> and I remember, uh, you know, I, I always had a fascination with pro wrestling, you know, I, I grew up with it, um, I loved everything about it, and, I definitely wanted to see what the business was all about. And it just so happened, you know, one day uh, I was on uh, Craigslist just uh, looking at various things on there uh, to see if maybe I could find anything actually about pro wrestling and how I can uh, get started and involved. Sure enough, you know, there was an ad on there. And I remember um, specifically on there, you know, you talked about, um, you know, your aspirations and what you're actually looking to do. And I remember just reaching out to you from there. Um, Mm -hmm. And then that's kind of like when we went down that rabbit hole, you know, Uh, not only did we have an interest in pro wrestling together, um, but I think over the course of that, we definitely bonded and uh, became good friends. Um, A lot of common interests, you know, that definitely helped along the way.
0: Despite a fairly big age difference, I mean.
1: Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, I won't hold that against you.
0: (laughs) I I just a higher level, that's all.
1: Yeah, no, no, that's all. Uh, You know, you you aged fine, you know?
0: Um, What's funny, though, you mentioned that Craigslist ad, and in all honesty, I was so hesitant about posting it because for what I didn't know about the pro wrestling industry at that point in time, which, to be all honest, back then, I knew nothing. I've already forgotten more than I knew since then then I knew back then and I knew posting that because it was for a hardcore wrestling promotion and I knew that would have made it really difficult for the vets and the long-term people inside the industry to take us seriously but it was you know it was just coming off the height of ECW you know they'd only been closed a few years for the most part and that area we were in, you know, northeast Pennsylvania, you know, half-hour ride from Jersey and whatnot. I mean, that was ECW territory. I mean, so posting about hardcore, I forget at least generate some interest and in, you know, people crazy enough to do some stuff that, to be honest, I wasn't willing to do.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I totally understand. Um, and, and and you know, you know, looking back on that now, um, you know, I guess we were both definitely green. Um, to what a lot of the expectations were, and, and a, a lot of the do's and don'ts. You know, I was very hardcore show driven at that time too. You know, and as I started to learn more, as you know, you did as well. We started to realize that there was definitely a right way and a wrong way to go about this business. Um, there was a time and a place for everything. Not saying you know, hardcore matches um don't have their place because you know they definitely oh, they do. do.
0: But yeah, no, like I said, I mean, honestly I've never even really been a huge fan, like a good hardcore match every once in a while I would love. But in all honesty, I was not a big, huge ECW fan, not because, you know, they didn't have talent. They had some great talent. But for me, it was like every match is pretty much a hardcore match. It's like there was nothing to get excited about anymore. And th- that's where I think and the reason why I didn't have a huge interest in them. But I know I know they had a huge fan base. They still have a huge fan base. Um, You know, you you hear wrestling, something crazy happens. The crowd still starts chanting ECW and half the people there weren't even alive when ECW was still kicking.
1: Right, right. Yeah, it definitely has a cult following to it. Um, And again, I mean, there's definitely nothing wrong with that, you know, different strokes for different folks, of course. Um, But yeah, I mean, that that was uh, the original approach to it. And obviously, uh, come the time of the first show. Uh, we definitely went in a in a much different direction. Um, still, you know, altogether very novice. Um, I guess you can probably make the argument that there were definitely uh, good aspects of that show, definitely bad aspects of it. But all oh, in yeah. all, I we definitely learned a lot.
0: Oh yeah, and we we had there was a lot of interesting behind the th- uh, scenes type things that you know you just don't know about until you're actually trying to put a show together. But what's funny, like I said, leading up to that, it it was wrestling was something that was I've been wanting to promote for a long time, and it was funny because you mentioned how I met you through that ad on Craigslist. Going back to last week's show, it's also how I met Dan and brought you two together, and we all hit it off fairly well, which which was a great thing. But going back even further, and this is what got me in. To wanting to be into professional wrestling, I said I grew up a huge fan. I mean, I remember watching Hogan slam Andre, and you know all that crazy stuff that happened all the, all back then. You know, Superfly jumping off the steel cage and all that. Like I remember that stuff. But for me, um, this is going back, oh god, years. Um, I met a guy. He was a he was the boyfriend of my sister's friend at the time, and it just so happens that was the gentleman from our first segment. Greg, and he knew I was a wrestling fan from my sister, and he was over one day, and the girls were doing something, so he just wanted a guy to talk to him. I happened to be sitting there watching wrestling, so he's asked, "Hey, man, can I? You no, know, you mind if I sit and watch?" I was like, "No, man, sit down. You know, we'll we'll, we'll watch it." I had no clue who he was, but shit, it's wrestling, you know. Let's go for it, and right. we started talking. Turns out, you know, he was into the backyard stuff, like when mean, he makes the hardcore stuff look even lower, but. <laughs> you know, it was just what him and his friends, it's just what him and his friends had, you know, and they had actually attempted to put on a legit show. They had rented themselves a ring, had a venue and everything. But lo and behold, the state athletic commission stepped in, uh, put them down and they didn't know nothing about this stuff. I didn't know anything about this stuff. So me and him were talking. I was like, you know what? Let me see what I can figure out. And, you know, So I started doing some research and stuff like that, um, found out. the athletic commission's requirements were and we started moving down that road um eventually i ended up moving away and crazy stuff happened moved back and forth between nashville and you know the Scranton pennsylvania area a couple of times um it was my second time back up there when i put that uh face that craigslist ad that led me to you but i said ultimately if it wasn't for me meeting greg I never would have had the idea to look into, man, what would it be like to be a wrestling promoter? That would be really cool. I could be like my own, you know, Vince McMahon or something like that. Like, holy cow, the man behind the scenes. And it appealed to me instantly. Um, But then when I got back up there, you know, around the time I met you, um, another gentleman I knew through um, a friend of mine that I had met from work, um, it was her brother. He was a realtor up in that area. And, we're still, I guess, friends, We acquaintances, whatever. I, I got no ill will towards the man. Um, but me and him were kind of the driving force behind that first show with uh, yourself and Dan helping out. Um, Greg, of course, came in to be our commentator, a um, bunch of crazy stuff. But, you know, we got that first show off. We got it running. Um, as you said, there was a lot of crazy stuff that happened on that first show.
1: Yeah, without a doubt. Um, y- you know, even the lead up to the show, there was a lot involved at the time. Um, just all the different promoting and advertising. I, I remember, um, you know, you actually ended up, uh, you know, going on a local radio station. Uh, yes. it- you had a really great, uh, at least I thought it was a really great commercial spot on there. Um, you yeah, know, I-, I thought that was a fantastic step. And I still um, have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To this day, um, I listen to it from time to time just to, you know, kind of get that uh, the nostalgia juices flowing (laughs) again. (laughs) And um, no, I but but no, I I, I definitely hear what you're saying. I mean, there was a lot that goes into it. So even for anybody that that's just listening that might even be interested in starting a show, uh, just be aware that, you know, in various states, you're definitely going to have different requirements. You know, definitely um, read up on what those requirements are. You know, it, it varies state from state. Uh, you know, different athletic commissions, you know, you, you have to get a license from and, and secure a bond. And, and it goes down a rabbit hole. But, um, you know, as long as you're squared away in that aspect, um, you know, everything else, you'll learn along the way. You'll learn about advertising. You'll learn how to book. You'll learn how to run a show. Uh, And everything else in between. Um, But, you know, I still remember that show to to this day. You know, granted, it was some time ago. Uh, I I personally thought we had a really good turnout. I know the crowd was really involved with a lot of um, the local talent that we had, uh, you know, at the time.
0: You know, a lot of things that people don't realize, too. And I don't know if you quite saw um, as much of it as Dan may have saw during the planning of that first show. But there was a lot of other behind the scenes things that happened. Um, Like I said, the realtor I met, his name's Jack. And like I said, I've got nothing against (laughs) Jack. Um, You know, I haven't talked to him in a few years and I'd love to speak to him again. Just but distance, time, life, you know. Yeah. But um, he introduced me to a guy who happened to be great friends with the Anawaii family. And as sure as you all know out there, that name rings a huge bell. You know, A Senior, um, Afa Junior, Samu, um, The Rock, oh, yeah. Roman Reigns, you know, Rocky John. Like that whole family is just legends. But he put me in touch with Samu directly. And I got to meet Semu and I started attending his shows, uh, WXWC4 down in Allentown. And at first, you know, I was going buying tickets, you know, and I talked to him at each show and, but I showed up every single show. And then I was, you know, Hey, you know, he knew what I was looking for. He knew I was looking to try to run a show and I could definitely tell he was feeling me out and to see what my interest was, what my knowledge, what kind of person I was. And over time, you know, he brought me more and more inside. He started teaching me things and he's like, okay, you know what? I showed up at one show. He's like, no, no, you don't have to pay no more. And he, he just waves me into the back, brings me behind the scenes. You know, it's my first time in the locker room, he started introducing me to the guys, showed me how a show's planned out. And I'm just sitting there like learning stuff that, wow, I never would have thought goes into it. I mean, there's a lot that goes in behind the scenes, but he sort of took me under his wing and taught me so much. It is like, I got an education in professional wrestling, not from an in the ring standpoint, but from a how to run everything standpoint, I would have loved to have been a professional wrestler. But at that point in time, right. I mean, still might have been young enough. Now I was still in my early 30s and whatnot. I probably could have done it. But from my time in the military and other things, my body was already starting to feel it. Um, and quite frankly, I didn't want to put the punishment on my body. Um, you know, so I'll be honest on that aspect. I just, I knew I wouldn't have been able to give it 100%. And without doing that, no, I didn't want to be in the ring but uh he helped us put together the first card for the first show and he let us kind of plan it and we all talked it out and he made little tweaks here and there and stuff like that um but he pretty much kind of let us do it to sort of get a crash course and oh we crashed hard the show itself i would say was successful from a fan standpoint i mean i think you could agree on that one i mean you saw the crowd reaction a lot better than i did i I was in the bowels of the CYC, you know, in the locker.
1: Room. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I know. I totally agree with that. Uh, you know, the fans were definitely engaged. Uh, you know, we had great talent out there. Um, you know, guys to this day, you know, like uh, Joey Janela, for instance. Yeah, you know, okay. let's, he,
0: let's drop some names. Let's drop some names. Joey Janela, um, AEW uh, just turned on Sunny Kiss. I mean, like, wow, who saw that one coming? Um, right, he was there. Renee Michelle. Uh, In fact, from what I understand, that was her first match outside of her home promotion and only her second match ever. And she was in the ring with Nia Barella, who was a very well-known talent for uh, Samu's uh, WXWC4, who had some great matches with Joey Janela on that show. I remember being ringside and even helping them plan out uh, the final spot for one of them. And it was amazing that they took my suggestion and actually used part of it. Um, we, at that point I was still kind of a nobody, um, still kind of am, but Hey, we we are working <laughs> on it. Um, soon everyone will know who we are, but I mean, it was just amazing to see that we had them there. And of course, you know, we had guys like Afa junior, of course, uh, he wrestled a talent, an amazing talent, Bo Nakoda. Uh, we had Samu's son, Lance on Hawaii. Um, I mean, still expecting phenomenal things from that kid, Um, and of course, you know, uh, from the movie The Wrestler, Tommy. Um, he was in our main event against you know Sanjay Dutt, um, a TV talent at that time. Still is, I believe. I'm, I'm not quite sure what he's doing, but I think he's still on TV somewhere. Um, but like we we had a pretty stacked show. Um, I wish I knew a lot more about promoting back then. You know? Oh yeah, definitely. Like I said, I mean, the crowd, like. A little over 300 people, uh, you know, I mean, that's not a bad time for a first outing when, you know, not one of us knew a damn thing about promoting. And Samu left it all on us. He wanted us to learn. And, you know, he's old school. You know, he learned he learned the wrestling craft by getting in the ring with guys like Andre the Giant and Big John Studd and basically getting beat up. You know, I mean, that's how he learned the business. Um, you know, and we pretty much did the same thing. So except for us, it wasn't physical. It was a little bit financial. I just about broke even on that show. I mean, I think I lost 40 bucks altogether. Um, you know, not a bad education for 40 bucks. I do have to say,
1: um, no, no. I mean, the knowledge that we gained was definitely invaluable. Uh, you know, to say the least, um, the things that have come out of that. I mean, to, to look back on that, to think what we knew then, Now. Uh, there's no comparison and even to this day I, you know sometimes i i still try to just digest how we actually got to this point um and all the different people uh even uh, samu and all the other legends um and you know well-known people in this industry we've met and had the opportunity to chat with um and, and just toss some knowledge back and forth it's really been a crazy ride up to this point um to yeah. kind of touch base to a little bit on that first show too. You know, we did talent, you know, that went on definitely to do bigger and better. And, uh, you know, a local talent that is still around today, you know, just
0: doing great. Um, I'd love to shout out a couple of them. And and these two guys, uh, they were kind of quite unsung hero of that show in terms of helping promote it. The extra guys. I mean, oh, yes. they cut their promo. They got themselves a billboard to help promote it. Like those guys were awesome. And I hope we work with them again in the near future, which is sort of a nod, nod, wink, wink to some things coming up. Um, yes, yes. But, and for yeah.
1: that, um, you know, may not be aware, uh, Mike Mitchell, John Redbeard, the Xer guys, uh, terrific tag team, you know, excellent guys to do business with, you know, definitely want to give them a shout out. Shout out.
0: Entertaining as hell. Find them on Facebook. Uh, the Xer Guys, The Neon Studs, The King of Neon. I mean, oh man, they're just fun. They're good guys. Um, just phenomenal. Um, yes. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Um, now, a few fun things about that show, uh, some things that the fans may not know about. And, you know, just to show you how crazy wrestling is, The Ring. Now, we, I was there from about 9 o'clock that morning for a show that didn't start to, what was it, like 6 o'clock that night, 7 o'clock that night, something like that. I was there like 9, 10 in the morning. The ring didn't arrive until about 20 minutes before the show started. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you if you Well, you were the one who was picking it up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it was just, it was a crazy thing. Like, with everything, like, we have fans lining up outside, wrestlers ready to go and then suddenly the ring comes now i have never seen and again this is a credit to all the talent there and this just this just shows um the leadership and the stuff i learned from samu and so many others um man these guys just they pulled it they got that ring set up got the chair set up around it in minutes like you know it it was great I, i give those guys great um you know, some craziness happened after the show. And I'm glad everyone made it home safe that night. But several hours after the show, you know, there was an incident out back. If you can find out when the show was, look it up in the papers. But it's not some, something I want to completely bring up, you know, on this show. It's not the time and place for it. You know, these are happy memories we want to. yeah. But funny, I, and funny I, uh, it trapped Joey Janella in Scranton, Pennsylvania for a couple of days. Um, you know, it just it made for some interesting stories, you know, behind it. And we'll, we'll tell them one day. We'll get real detail um, about the matches and stuff like that. But um, now, a lot of you are probably wondering. And you know, Kyle, this is this is everyone, all the fans' right to wonder what happened. We put on a good show. It was, you know, it was a pretty successful show overall. Where have we been for the last couple of years? I mean, I'm sure they're probably wondering that. I mean, heck, it's been what eight, nine years now. Kind of a crazy long time to go between shows. And, and there's reasons for that. First and foremost. You know, me, Kyle, uh, Jack, when he was a part of it, and Dan, we made a promise to ourselves. And this is also a promise to the wrestlers we weren't going to run a show unless we knew all the guys could get paid. And if you're an independent wrestling fan and you follow independent wrestling, I'm sure you read the dirt sheets. You hear it all the time. Oh, man, this guy didn't pay me. This promoter didn't pay. Oh, the promoter took off. You know, it it, it is a long time thing. I mean, there's um, unfortunately, there are some shady people in this business. You know, Kyle and I are both well aware of. Oh, um, yes. yes. And yes. those, again, stories for another day. You know, this is a mm-hmm. this positivity day. This, this is letting the fans know what we have in store for form. Um, but we learned a lot during that time. You know, I personally sought out a degree in media marketing specifically to learn how to make sure I can put on a better, bigger show for the fans. Now, I got my degree, Full Sail University. I'm sure you wrestling fans out there are very familiar with Full Sail University, NXT. WWE. I mean, you know, so that's where I got my degree from on how to put together a show. Um, now, not a wrestling show, but just a show in general, my wrestling knowledge. You know, I said, Samu, he, he taught us a wealth of information. Just, just alone. I could write a book and, you know, you could run a show just from that. But I was put in touch with a gentleman, Cueball ball Carmichael, and he runs a group on Facebook, you know, for wrestlers and guys in the industry, and uh, the people in that group just sitting there, I, I, I don't post that often in that group, but I read everything that's posted and I just ask quite so much from them. Um, Danny Cage from the monster factory. After I moved down here to Nashville, he put me in touch with a guy out of uh, Alabama, just a uh, hour or two away from me, Jack Lord, bomber Jack, that man. He's become, he's become my mentor. I mean, between him and Samu, it's been amazing. You've had you've had the opportunity to meet Jack as well. Um, you know, yeah, he came up there for a show you guys did not too long ago that you were working on behind the scenes. I, I mean, tell me that I man did. is not a wealth of knowledge.
1: No, without a doubt, um, without a, you know, so as good as they come, without a doubt. Um, the, the knowledge that he passed along, um, and just the way he treated, um, a lot of the more green and novice talent that was on that Scranton show. Uh, was just phenomenal. A uh, very nice guy, very down to earth, um, you know, very uplifting, yeah. I guess you can say, a- a- as great as they come. And, you know, Samu was there as well, um, provided yeah. a lot of knowledge to a lot of the guys also. So, you know, Jack Lord, Samu, you know, if you guys happen to be listening, you know, once again, uh, from the bottom of our hearts, for the knowledge yes. that Thank
0: you both. Um, we, we wouldn't be here doing this if it wasn't for either one of them, too, in all honesty um
1: agree
0: with that yeah now for those of you who may not be familiar with uh jack lord especially those up north down here in the south i mean if you're running a show down here and you at least don't reach out to the man for advice you know i'm not even talking to him come on the show because i mean he's physically retired from the ring and he does most of his stuff behind the scenes but if you don't at least reach out to him just just for some advice or just to say hey you know, I'm, I'm looking for some good talent or whatever, or Hey, what are good shows to go see? You know, if you don't reach out to that man, if you're a fan of wrestling in the South, uh, you're doing yourself a disservice. I mean, he, he pretty much knows anybody and everybody who's worth knowing in this business. Um, oh, yes, so like the, going from there, but like, as, as I said, you know, we promised ourselves, we were not going to put on a show until we know one, the talent's going to get paid. And two we had a proper game plan moving forward after one show that first show. I mean, I hate to look at it this way, but it was a trial and a test for us. And I, I say, we got passing marks on it overall. Um,
1: I, I agree with that sentiment. Um, you know, you can't take away the knowledge that we did. that. mean that it was definitely a learning experience. We've even, you know, identified, where uh, we even messed up at on aspects of it and said, you know what? We know oh, yeah. in the future how to correct that. And, um, you yeah. know, it, like I said, I, I, I mean, it's invaluable. It's just really great things we learned. And just to kind of go back a little bit, uh, talking about the knowledge that that we learned from, uh, you know, Samu and Jack and various other people. Um, so that, that are listening? listening um, uh, that perhaps you're big at the moment and perhaps you're not. You know, just give a shout out to your vets every now and then, Uh, you know, reach out for them for shout out. These guys, you know, paved the way and there was that paved the way before them. This business is always about giving back, uh, you know, to the people that. So, you know, take take some time out of your day to just uh, thank the people that helped you along the way.
0: Yeah. and, And not even that, just, you know, if you want to make it to that next level, I mean, Samu's put. A ton of people there. I mean, his family. I'm not I even mean, just counting from his family directly, but the guys they've trained and stuff like that through his family. I mean, it's just amazing. Guys like Jack Lord have trained so many, um, you know, and, and so many other established vets out there that, you know, th- they're fonts of knowledge. I mean, if you want to learn something, and if you want to get better, and find a way to stand apart from the crowd, that's what you have to. You need to reach out to these guys and just you know, Hey, you know, this is what I got going. What can I do? You know, just ask for one thing you can work on to bring yourself to the next level. I'm, I'm doing that all the time with them and I'm not even getting in front of the crowd, you know, in terms as a wrestler, um, I'm behind the scenes and I'm still constantly reaching out to Jack. Like, Hey, you know, I watched this match. This is what I think on it. This is what I would have booked it differently. And this is how I would have, you know, what I would have told the guys, you know, is your thoughts the same or how would you have done it? If you were trying to get to this point, because I'm, I'm trying to learn and get better. Cause I said, my whole goal is to put on a show that you, the fans are going to enjoy. I'm going to enjoy putting on. Cause I gotta say one of the happiest moments of that first show is me Afa junior and Sam uh, Samu were sitting down in the bowels of the CYC in the locker room. We were the only three in there. I don't even know what match was going on because in all honesty, I think I saw three matches. If, if that, that day, but I could hear the crowd. I could feel the vibrations. Mind you, I'm on the whole opposite side of the building from where the fans were sitting and I could feel it. And Sam just looks at me and he's like, you know, you hear that, that crowd, they're loving it up there. You did that. And it, it just made me stop and think, yep, this, this is what I want to do. And like I said, it was at that moment, I figured, okay, what do I have to do to get better? And, you know, yeah, I've been giving myself a continuous education for the last eight years. Um, you know, and we're ready to move forward and, and that's part of the reason this whole podcast started I know this is episode 2 And part of the reason we're doing this um, It's a little outside the format we have planned for the show But We want to give a reason You know, What's going on? Why are we here? Um, we're planning new shows uh, We're planning several new shows We plan on running a steady show Up in the Scranton, Pennsylvania area And that surrounding northeast PA area Right. And we're planning a show down here for Nashville um, not to get into too big details But Kyle's going to be you know, up there running that Up in the Northeast now, I'll be running the show personally down here And it will be interaction between the two shows um, Not getting into too much detail But the, uh, the Northeast show That's going to be the first one coming um, And it's part of the reason why we're doing this And for a lot of the talent We're going to be focusing on For the first sep- uh, several episodes of this podcast you know, We're going to be talking to a lot of the talent That is up in that area and talent that we we're planning on using on the first show, um, you know, I mean, I'm sure you have some to add to this. I mean, this is going to be your baby up there.
1: Yeah, without a doubt. Just kind of piggyback on what you just said. Uh, that 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 is the overreaching goal is to have uh, the show launch up here in Scranton first, and then we'll launch the show down there in Nashville. But we really want to focus on a lot of the local talent um especially in the northeast pa area i mean you have great people out there right now that are just so well known and doing great things on shows i mean we mentioned uh the exer guys earlier we also got johnny moran up here adina Steele. the list goes on and on and
0: on of just really talented great folks so Uh, you know the madness of trip who was on our last show um yeah he's He's planning on signing with us once we officially start signing. We've, we've already talked to him. What we really got to do is, you know, put the ink on paper, you know.
1: Yeah, that's it. I mean, at this point, we, we just got to uh, cross our T's and dot I's, uh, you know. And, and also to go back a little bit, you know, we talk about the gap that we had between uh, the last show and now these future shows coming up. We just wanted to make sure all the ducks were lined up. Uh, we we definitely tripped a little bit along the way. You know, there yeah. was uh, definitely some hiccups, without a doubt. We would have preferred to have done it sooner. Um, but, yes. You know, as this business goes, a lot of ups, a lot of downs. Um, you know, you, you never quite know how it's going to end. It owes us absolutely nothing. And we essentially owe it everything. We want to yeah. provide the best quality show we can to people. And we're really looking forward to what the future has
0: in store. Yeah, and that's not to say like we've been silent, just you know, sitting home watching TV. You know, we've been working on shows locally in different areas, helping out behind the scenes when and where we can, where needed. So, like I said, we've been around, we're just you know, we're ready to start stepping out in front again and you know, show the fans something that they've been missing. You know, um, I think we have something special planned for the uh fans out there.
1: I agree, I agree with that full heartedly. I, I really think. With everything we've learned along the way, we we have the potential here to just put on something really fantastic, um, you know. Just this podcast uh, for us to uh, with a lot of upcoming talent, uh, you know. We have a lot of great friends that are helping us put this podcast together as well. Yeah, definitely want to give a, a, a shout out to uh, to Greg um, with those yeah, opening segments. Yeah, thank you. I'm just about to. Yeah, great, just great stuff, Greg. We appreciate everything you do for us and everything you have. We can't wait to just continue that work with you, brother.
0: Yeah, and going forward, Greg will be one of our commentators. We're keeping him on board. Uh, Dan's going to be our head ref. Um, and we've just got a lot of great things lined up. Um, we're hoping to have a big announcement, you know, giving you some of the first show dates, hopefully within the next two months or so. Um, We're hoping to start announcing some of the show dates. Uh, A lot of it right now is waiting on the state and the athletic commission and stuff like that. As we, you know, get the paperwork filled out, get the ducks lined up and, you know, start knocking them down.
1: Yeah. That's all it really comes down to at this point. Um, You know, it's it's just a little bit of paperwork from this point forward. And then we're going to start working on the logistics of it. Uh, We have a lot of great partners lined up as well uh, along the way. So, you know, ultimately we're hoping to bring, uh, you know, great professional wrestling back to the Northeast PA area. Not that it's not here to begin with. There are, you know, various promotions out there. Solid
0: shows up there. Yes. I I do have to say that
1: without a doubt, without a doubt. And the the way I look at it is, um, you know, there's no harm in having, you know, multiple shows. Hey, the more shows you have, the more people that are getting, uh, you know, paychecks on these shows that, (laughs) That is not bad for business.
0: The more good shows you have. And like I said, there are some good ones out there. And if we mention them, they're a good show. Uh, we're not even going to name a name of a show we wouldn't go to ourselves. Um, yes. So if we, if we mention them and they're in your area, go check them out. Um, but that being said, you know, like I said, we have a lot of good partners and a lot of these, a lot of these people are, you know, direct working with us. We are looking for partners in terms of a financial sense, we are looking for sponsors for our upcoming shows. Uh, some of them will be partnerships with possibly some local charities. Um, if you're looking and you're interested in advertising with us um, for our shows, whether it's in the Nashville area or more urgently in the Northeast PA area, reach out to us either on our uh, main Facebook page, which is uh, Pure Wrestling or on the podcast page, which is, you know, the Pure Wrestling Podcast. Um, Reach out to us. We have sponsorship packages, uh, advertising packages. Um, Some of them will get you broadcast on our show here, as well as shared on our Facebook, social media, ringside. A lot of aspects we can help promote your business at the same time, helping, you know, bring great wrestling to your area.
1: Yeah, and we're surrounded by a great uh, team of professionals. And, you know, that are definitely, as well, you would know this, Don, in particular, um, considering you have a marketing degree, uh, we definitely Hmm. know what we're doing when it comes to advertising and marketing um, and getting people's names out there. There, There's no question about that. But I also want to touch base, too, on any uh, local uh, talent out there from referees, et cetera. uh, Please, you know, feel welcome to reach out to us, you know, at any time. If you're interested in wanting to be a part of a company or if you want to be a part of a show, or even if you just have a general question, perhaps uh, you're interested in yeah. starting training and you want to go somewhere by all means, you know, we'll never turn anybody away. We're always about lifting people in this industry. Uh, like I said, it it owes us nothing, everything. And we definitely, um, you know, want to give back as much as we've gotten already.
0: Yes. Yeah, as you said, like even if you're not local uh, to us here in Nashville or, you know, Northeast Pennsylvania, Scranton, Wilkesbury area, reach out to us. If we don't know somebody personally in that area who can help you train, we have access to people who can tell us who to send you to. Like I said, between Jack Lord, Samu, and, you know, the families that they're associated with and the people they know with, we'll, we'll get you hooked up with some good, proper training, um, help you get the gear you need. If you need help working on your gimmick, um, know reach out to us i mean you know wrestling is it's supposed to be a community a brotherhood and um it seems lately a lot of that has been lost but not within certain circles and you know we want to help promote that i mean we're here to help each other i mean look at what's happening at the top right now aew tna wwe i mean it's growing i mean what's going on in japan i mean it's amazing wrestling in europe is is growing and it's, it's always been there but it's growing starting to get more um We have fans listening to us from, you know, the Middle East and Europe, um, South America. I mean, I look at our demographics and stuff and even just on our Facebook page in two weeks, it's it's growing. I mean, the fans are there. Um, If you need help finding good shows, good talent, let us know. Let's let's work together. Let's let's build the industry to what wrestling used to be again.
1: Yeah, without a doubt. And and I think you kind of hit the nail right on that. It always has been, and it always will be. At the end of the day, you know, we're all we're all kind of in this together. We definitely want to see everybody succeed in the best possible way. Um, you know, we're all connected. You know, all around the world now, between social media. Uh, you know, the internet's obviously been out for quite. I I guess you would know that, Don. You've been around for a while.
0: Oh, gee, thanks.
1: But uh, like I said, we're all in this together. Um, let's stay connected. Um, you know, let, let's help each other out. Let's be inclusive, and everything else in between. Uh, we touched base on you know how the show uh, got started. Um, you know how, how you and I know each other a little bit, um, and what the future holds for us. Um, do you have any final thoughts at all, Don? On 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 what's next?
0: Uh, yeah, you know what? Um, as I mentioned on the first show, we're gonna have um, a Patreon account being set up. I'm working on that. Um, I apologize for my editing skills on the first one. I am not an editor, um, but I did the best I can. So I hope you enjoyed it. But I had a great idea for our Patreon fans. You know, if you want to hear some of those stories—the ones that we just don't deem appropriate for the air here—you know, that's going to be something exclusive to our Patreon fans. Uh, I'm going to be getting that set up here, probably uh, while while you're on vacation next week. Must be nice. Um, I work, you go on vacation. <laughs> But I mean, as, as for the show this week, you know, I know this is a little bit of a deviation. Uh, we actually just went over what our show was last week. Um, so this is a bit of a long show. And for that, I do apologize. But, you know, we, we, we just wanna, you know, we want the fans to hear us who we are. And that's why Kyle and I decided to do that, uh, do this show this week this way, you know, straying from the uh, straying from what our format was planned. Um, just for this week. Next week, we're going to be getting back to the normal format. But we just wanted you to know who we are, where we're coming from, to show that we're sincere about this. You know, we're not here to make a quick buck and get out. No, I mean, this is something. I mean, I'm I'm retired now. I mean, I got to retire early. I, I don't need to do this. I want to do this. I love to do this. This is something I've I've dreamed about for years. You know, first as a wrestler as a little kid, and then as a promoter and that's where I feel my calling is. And that's, that's why we're here.
1: Yeah. And, um, you know, kind of like what you said as well, um, we're, we're doing things a little bit differently on this show. We definitely ran over, uh, you know, the time Mm. slot that we had in comparison to last week, but I I just kind of want to add there too. you know, what you're getting from Don and myself is as organic it, as it'll ever be, you know. Don and I talk almost on a regular basis, you know, it, not just about pro wrestling, but various things. Everything. I mean, this this ain't the road. only
0: thing we're doing either, too. This, this is Kyle and I have a few other businesses that we're starting up and things we're working on, but this is this is our passion. this we're is. doing because we love it, it not because we just want to make money off of it.
1: You know, you're you're retired now, and I I certainly don't have to do this, but I choose to do this. I want to do this. And I want, uh, you know, to make a a big impact like anybody would in this industry. And the best possible way to do that is by all of us working together, um, you know, and just helping each other out along the way.
0: Yep, I completely agree. Um, I mean, we can always come back to this topic again in the future. But I mean, as for today, I mean, we've been going almost 38 minutes now. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I don't have anything more to say today. I I mean, I could, I mean. If you know me, you know I can talk. <laughs> um, this is a, this is a normal conversation between Kyle and I. Um, so, if you want to hear more of this, like I said, we'll be doing a lot of this on our Patreon and behind-the-scenes stuff. Um, so, check that out. Uh, you'll see the uh, announcements on that um, in the show notes, and you know, on our Facebook pages and such like that.
1: Yeah, and with that being said, just one final thank you uh, again to anyone that's ever helped us, you know, along the way. Um, you know, it's been grueling. It's, it's been challenging. I'm sure there's a lot of other words I could probably use to describe it, but I'd probably go on <laughs> for another hour.
0: Some, and um, some of them not safer air. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't even know if we have to worry about the FCC. <laughs>
1: yeah, that opens up a whole nother can.
0: <laughs> but <laughs> but, but um, as, yeah, as Kyle said, we do thank you for listening. Um, we'll be back next week. always, I'm Kyle D. And I'm Don
1: Wiggins. And this is the Pure Wrestling Show.